Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Daily Jay. I'm your host, Jay Schaefer. This podcast is all about helping you unleash your fullest, wildest, and most authentic creative expression into the world. I know you're here to make a radical difference, and together, we're ushering in the next evolution of heaven on earth. So lean in, let go, and listen. Now is the time, and you are the one. Hey, world changer, welcome home. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Daily J. I am excited to have you here, and I'm excited to record this podcast. It's a solo episode today, and what I've realized is that I actually love hearing and listening to the sound of my own voice. And before you leave and call me conceited, I want to clarify. What I mean by this is I hear the truth in my voice. If anyone out there has studied human design, if you haven't, I highly recommend you look into it even for no other reason than blind curiosity. But if you have studied human design, you'll know that there are five different types of human beings in the world. And this is just one way to categorize human beings, obviously. And out of those types, one of them is called projectors. Um, These people uh, make up about 20% of the population. It's about one in five of us. And they're here to be humanity's guide. Guides are. Humanity is at a turning point. It has and it always has been. Like humanity is at a turning point and... Humanity is never not at a turning point. (laughs) Just like as human beings, we are always in a constant state of change and flux and flow. We are never not at experiencing in this moment a point of creation. Every single moment is an opportunity to create. We can continue to create what we've always been creating or we can create something new. We can change directions. We can change course. We can play and experiment. Um, in some ways this is a radical new day for humanity and in some ways it is yet simply a new day in what is a series of days (laughs) in a long, long history of human beings on the planet. We are evolving rapidly now and we have always been rapidly evolving given our view of things. Now that's out of the way. <laughs> In human design, I am, I'm a projector, so I'm one of the 20%. And what I've learned about myself is that my fixed energetic center in my body, I have two. And if you go on to, I think it's Jovian Architecture, just Google human design, you can get your own chart. But my two fixed centers are my G and my voice. And so one of the ways that I hear the truth and one of the ways that I communicate truth into the world is through speaking. And so I'm excited to do that here with you today. I want to talk about a couple of things. The first thing is the new sex in the city. What the actual fuck, the irony of this being that what I was watching last night was Carrie being on a podcast. Now I'm going to talk about Carrie being on a podcast on my own podcast, but what I just saw in that, oh my effing G. I couldn't even watch it. Like I could not even, chose not to get through as the second episode of the new, like whatever they've put out. It was just like, all I saw was just a total, like, 
hilariously, like a lack of self-awareness. And especially when Miranda, there's a scene in it where Miranda goes into a classroom at the univer- at a new university and she just basically verbal diarrheas over her black professor. And it actually reminded me of something that I've noticed in my own life. And this is funny because it's like it's reflecting, kind of reflecting that back to me. How many of us have had the experience when you create of being utterly horrified with what comes out? Like sitting down to write or create something and then just looking at it and being like, where the actual fuck did that come from? Like you kind of like, you can't see me right now, but I'm looking over my shoulder like, um, did that come out of me? And not always in a good way. In this episode in particular, Miranda is like, she's mortified. Like she's so horrified with herself um, about what is coming out of her mouth. But at the same time, she can't seem to stop it. And I want to talk about this as like a beautiful metaphor because what I see, it's actually so perfect. What I see and what I feel when I see that is like when we first start creating, a lot of what we're creating is going to be unconscious. And it's kind of like a process of, especially when you stop censoring yourself and you just take the lid off. And this is why it can be so terrifying for us to like stare at a blank page in the face or sit down with ourselves and actually look at ourselves in the mirror. Because if, especially if we've had a whole life of avoiding mirrors, and I mean this like literally and metaphysically and metaphorically, all of the metaphors, <laughs> which I've done, like I've, I spent the first however many years of my life avoiding mirrors. Like actually I would cringe every time I looked at, like walk past a reflective surface and like caught my reflection accidentally. It was like, oh, I would actually cringe. And then I would like, yeah, I went through this whole season where I actually covered up all the mirrors in my house because I just didn't want to look at them. And that was good for me at the time, but just, yeah. I just want to like illustrate and get that across, like how unbelievably scared I was of my own reflection. And this is reflective of (laughs) mirror's reflection, pun intended, Um, how terrified I was of my true self because I was living so out of alignment with my true self. And because, and this is all perfect, by the way, there's no judgment around this. It's just like, okay, cool. This is what was happening. I knew how much would have to change in my life for me to begin to live in alignment with my true self. Well, that's what I thought at the time. And that was the fear and the illusion that kept me trapped. Ironically, like on the other side of it, I'm like, it actually like not a lot had to change. Like, yes, my internal world is radically different. And I have excavated like every single, pretty much every single belief I was, you know, ever given or implanted with when I came on this planet and upgraded it. But at the same time, like it's not that big a leap. <laughs> like, it's kind of like when you're a kid and you see like the high dive. And it looks so terrifying. And then you come back as an adult and you're like, actually, it wasn't that fucking big. Like, and I say this to just reassure anyone out there who's listening to this that thinks that, you know, looking at themselves, self-reflection, actually being real, raw, honest, sitting down with themselves and or sitting down with a blank page is going to be this big, terrifying thing. And they're going to have to like totally change and restructure their entire life. Like, yes. And it's actually not as bad. It's never, ever as bad as you think it's going to be. So in this episode, when Miranda starts talking, it's like she can't control what's coming out of her mouth. It's like, and for me, this is like symbolic of the point where 
what we have been unwilling to face can no longer be suppressed anymore. And this might come up as like an addiction. It might come up as a massive fight with your spouse or your partner. And the ironic thing about this is like the truth of who we really are. It's kind of like our shadow selves are always like trying to come to the surface. We're always like, it's a natural process and response for us to becoming, to be becoming our God selves. And the way that our shadow selves kind of like try and make themselves known is through these like big explosive moments. So it might be that you just like absolutely lose your shit in front of a partner. It might be that you have this like meltdown in a public space. It might be that you go on a bender and, you know, drink every night for five days. Like it's, it's so unique. And this is the thing, like what, like your strengths grow out of your weaknesses and what fortify, no, what destroyed you will fortify you. This is the piece where how they come out is actually like tells you and gives you really specific information about your specific genius and what you're here to do. So don't discount like (laughs) you can if you want to, but don't feel jealous if someone else's like breakdown looks cooler or less intense than yours your breakdown and the way that you are like specifically whatever you're addicted to. Like for me, for example, it was sex and love addiction. And I might look at someone that had like an opiate addiction or, you know, was on really, really hard drugs and be like, oh my God, this is so much cooler, which I actually did for a point. I literally remember having the thought, I wonder if I like should develop a really like harder drug addiction so that when I come back from this, and this is a key to like understanding that we are orchestrating all of this and I was creating it, even though I didn't know it back then, maybe I should create a harder drug addiction so that when I come back and rise to the top again, it'll look cooler and more impressive. Oh my fucking God. It's so unnecessary. Just know that like if you're like really addicted to something right now, it's so unnecessary for you to continue to be addicted or to develop a really like more dangerous drug addiction (laughs) or to like keep tunneling your way through to rock bottom just so it's like cooler when you come back. That in itself is just it's your shadow self trying to stick around and it doesn't need to like it absolutely does not need to. You can stop it right now. And you can choose to begin your triumphant return to love, like literally right now in this moment. It doesn't have to get any worse than it already is. So what happens, like what happens when we have this experience? So for Miranda, it was like spewing all of this, like really quote unquote embarrassing stuff in her lecture in front of all her friends. For me, it was like being a sex addict for me. There's, there's been lots of moments for me, actually, just like having like even yesterday, there was moments of having responses and the most important thing. And I wrote this in my book this morning, but the most important thing to remember for me in these moments is that it's not your fault. It's your opportunity. It's not your fault. Like it's not because of some like think about the word fault flaw, right? It is not because of some fault in your structure, in your makeup, in the truth of who you really are as a human being or a divine being that this has happened. It is an opportunity. So before you go into a shame spiral, which is exactly what Miranda did in the Sex and the City, which is why I'm just like 
so not available for that show anymore, which is what most of us do, right? Is to go, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? That is like, oh my gosh, that the amount of times I've thought that, the amount of times I've had that phrase in my head, nothing is wrong with you. Full stop. There's nothing, literally nothing. And, but it is your opportunity, right? So the shame spiral is actually preventing you from seeing the lesson. And if you go into the shame spiral again, don't get judgy about being judgy, about being judgy, about being judgy of the shame spiral. <laughs> go into it, whatever. If it, if it feels unconscious, if you feel like you can't help it or stop it, then whatever, it doesn't matter. Eventually you'll create some space and you'll be able to, even if it happens a couple of days later. But by you blaming yourself, by you blaming someone else, by you blaming anything, you're blocking yourself from, like you're preventing yourself from seeing the opportunity in this. And so as soon as you acknowledge, okay, cool. So it's not my fault. It's my opportunity. So this thing that's happened, this thing I've created, you might be looking like it at a, you know, at a poem or a post that you've created on social media. And you're like, oh my fucking God. (laughs) You see things in the post now that at the time you just didn't see. At the time you might've been so caught in the moment. You might've been so impassioned. You might've been so like, oh, I just have to get this out there. That... And now you've had a chance to step back and maybe you got called out. Maybe like something happened. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you're just looking through your social media and you're like, actually, this isn't what I wanted to say. And this isn't the truth of who I am. It's not your fault. It's your opportunity. So look at it with new eyes. Look at it. Okay. Well, why did I say that? Why did I create this experience for myself? What is this showing me about what I am and am not willing to accept? So from Miranda's example, where is she? First of all, avoiding a lot of stuff. What is she avoiding? Big question. What am I avoiding? What have I not been willing to see up until this point? Where am I attaching way too much weight to other people's opinions right so I might be like and this is this is one that just comes up so often for so many of us especially me (laughs) where am I attaching way too much weight to other people's opinions where am I giving away the power to define who I am to other people and this has been such 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 a huge lesson for me lately And a huge theme for me lately. Oh my gosh. I, and this is what it has, like a lot of it has come down to. I have allowed myself to be filled with so much of other people's stuff because I didn't trust, always comes back to this, I didn't trust that life would provide my own stuff. And when I say stuff, I mean like, I mean truth, I mean wisdom, I mean beauty, I mean, you know, creative ideas and experiences. Often we, or I have, allowed myself to internalize 
other people's ideas, other people's beliefs, other people's expressions, other people's values, other people's ideas of what I should do because I didn't want to open myself to what was actually meant for me because I just didn't think I was worthy of it. It's kind of like, what's the analogy? So I went, I, what I'm feeling, yeah, I'm just going to go on a thread and it'll, it'll come back in alignment soon or it'll circle back around in a minute. What <laughs> I'm feeling called to talk about is this thing that I did a couple of months ago. I actually went out and I gave free hugs to people in um, this town called Burley. It's on the Gold Coast. It's over the border. And there was, it was kind of like, there was so much in that for me, so much gold. I got the hit, intuitive hit download inside that that was what I was going to do. And it was terrifying, like absolutely mortally terrifying. There was so much that came up for me. It was like, oh my God, I am so scared. What are people going to think of me? What is like, what if people like are mean to me? Like this was the piece of what if people say something or are so like, like come up to me and say something to me in the street that I don't have like a comeback for, or that totally like collapses me into a state of victimhood. Like what if someone came up to me and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, what is your problem? And ironically, it was off, like it was that fear that was keeping me stuck in so many other areas of my life. It was keeping me from showing up and saying what I wanted to say, being who I wanted to be and actually, oh, this is where it connects, actually bringing through my truth, the truth of what I am here to bring. Because I was so scared that someone would come up to me and be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Or that someone would come up to me and get angry at me and express anger for like having an opinion or for what I was here to say. Oh, this is so good. I'm having breakthroughs. This is great. I hope you are too, but I just, I also don't care because I'm having breakthroughs. (laughs) No, I actually do care. I really hope this is. I really hope that you are having breakthroughs um, with this as well. And even if it's not now, I know that actually know that you're going to have breakthroughs like from this in the future. Like this, this is the beauty of, you know, existing in the world that we do and having this ability to speak through time and space and time, especially you will be listening to something or you'll be listening to this now, but later in your life, something that I've said will come back and change like radically alter the way that you view and then like move through that entire situation like it's just it's absolutely life-altering and this is why like there's absolutely never any reason to feel resentful about how many times it takes us to like quote-unquote get something or move through like a lesson or like recreate an experience or you know decharge an experience because as soon as we get it, it's like it goes back, it filters back through time and space and changes all the experiences that we've had up until that moment. And then that comes back to our like time and space now and creates like all the more like powerful power for us now. Yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely fucking wild. So just know that. 
um, this is going to come back and haunt you. No, this is going to continue. This is the gift that keeps on giving and it's going to continue to reverberate throughout your entire life. So you're welcome. Um, okay. So ironically, right. Let's go back to this lesson that I was learning. I was so scared that someone would come up to me and project like, this is all it is, right? If that was to happen, all it would be is that someone would be projecting their own unconscious fear onto me. And this is what happens. Well, it doesn't have to happen, but it sometimes happens when we are a vessel for the truth. Someone can be triggered by that and they can project their own they can have a Miranda moment. This is what I'm going to call it, a Miranda moment where they come in and they just like can't help themselves. They just blurt all over you and they just like project all their unconscious shit all over you. And what is the beauty of this though? Like truly, can you see what I'm seeing right now? Can you like follow the thread where I'm following it right now? Because the beauty of this is that you have now become a vessel or truth you have now become a blank slate a creation upon which that causes people to have to like in spite of themselves have bring their shadow and their illusion to consciousness like how cool is that? Like, how cool is that? You have become I feel like that's all I need to say. You have become <laughs> like wild. You have become. And the joy of this and the mastery of this is being able to hold, this is what my mentor calls the tension of the truth, but behold yourself, your own vibration, your consciousness, the truth of who you really are and what you're bringing through. Regardless. Oh. <laughs> Chills. This is so fucking good. Regardless, and this is where there's this piece of unconditional, no matter what anyone else says, no matter what happens, no matter whether someone comes up and starts spewing hatred all over you, even if the worst, quote unquote worst, because there's no such thing, like worst is just relative. Can you hold it? Can you stand in the truth of who you really are and be unwilling, be unavailable for that person's projection to affect you? And then next step, can you disrupt their patterns? And this is the mastery of like what I'm moving into at the moment is like holding it holding it, holding it, okay, their truth has nothing to do, like they're not their truth, their illusion. And if someone's in anger, it's always illusion. Always, always, always illusion. The truth is not angry. The truth is powerful and it's not angry. So can you, one, 
hold the truth of who you are in the face of someone else's illusion. And then two, can you move through it and disrupt their illusion with the truth? Can you shoot an arrow, a dagger, whatever it is, a bullet, straight into the heart of who they really are and shatter the illusion that is keeping them in anger? And ultimately, it's not your responsibility to make sure, and this is what I'm like channeling for me right now, it's not my responsibility to make sure that person gets it. It's not my responsibility to make sure that by the time they leave my presence, they are fully empowered, embodied, transformed into the light of truth, walking among heaven and earth, like heaven on earth. That's not my responsibility. But I choose because it's fun and because I like it and because I have a gift that I want to give just because no other reason I'm feeling like there's still for me some attachments and these are, this is the, like the really subtle stuff where you can feel the, you can feel the little distortions of the truth. You can feel where it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. There's stuff to like clear here and it's beautiful, but If it truly matters to you in that moment, if speaking the truth matters to you in that moment, then go for it and do it. But don't hold the outcome. Don't hold yourself responsible. <laughs> don't attach to the outcome. That's all I'm going to say. Don't attach to the outcome. Speak it and then let it go. Detach, 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 detach. This is the stuff that I'm learning. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just be God. Like just go out and be God. Be God in the world. Be God in your own life. Go out and be God. All right, my loves. To sum up, go out and be God. <laughs> hold the truth. But seriously, number one, hold the truth. Be who you are. Do what you love and do what matters to you. Someone wants to come up to you in, so for in that example, someone wants to come up and have a go at you or like, you know, try and project like anger or their own unconscious stuff onto you. Hold the truth of who you really are. You don't need to get angry back. You don't need to like engage. You don't need to collapse into like, oh my God, they're right. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, they're, I'm a terrible person. Like, no, <laughs> hold the truth. This is what you love. This is who you really are. This is what matters to you. You are love. Unconditionally. You love what you love. And then next step, disrupt their pattern. From a place of love. 
deep love. If there's any like anger or trigger in you, it's usually, it usually means that like you're buying into their illusion a little bit. You're believing it a little bit, which is just like, okay, cool. Go back. What's the truth of who I am? What do I actually love and value? Like just keep anchoring into that, alchemizing with that. And then from that place, disrupt. And it could just be as simple as like, oh, boop. (laughs) My coach said to me yesterday, she's like, just drop. Drop little bits of wisdom and then walk away. Drop, boop. You know how like, you just like, boop, drop it in and then leave. Whether they pick it up, like it actually doesn't matter. Because the joy for you is in dropping it. The joy for you is in giving it. The joy for you is in actually living it, breathing it, being it. And then you know that you've done your best. You know that you've done all that you needed to do. Your fulfillment is like fulfilled. You are fulfilled. And you can walk away. You can leave. I feel like this is just like such a beautiful like. Yeah. It's oh, it's so beautiful. It's, this is like unraveling for me so much now. Like so much more. It's beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna end it here. Um, it's been yeah, almost half an hour. Love that. Have a beautiful day. I know that you've loved this. Uh, please go and like and subscribe. Leave a comment. All the things, and I will see you in my next episode. If you loved this episode, my love, and I'm sure that you did, make sure you come find me on Instagram. I'm at Jay Schaefer and come join our Facebook group. We are the Indigo Revolution. You can sign up to our email list at jayshafer.org. It has been so amazing having you here. Thank you for being in my world and for being on the planet right now. And remember, my love, this is the truth of who you really are. Have the most amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.